The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Right, so we have some sad news to report today. But today is also a time for reflection um, and a time for celebration. Uh, If you haven't heard, the queen (laughs) of rock and roll herself, Tina Turner, has died. And if you missed the article on BINnews.com, uh, on Wednesday, May 24th, which is when we're recording this, spokes wo- spokesperson for Turner said the music legend died following a long illness at her home in Kuznat near Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, statement of Bernard Doherty uh, reads, with her, the world loses a music legend and a role model. And... Naturally, I wanted to talk about this. Tina Turner is somebody that I remember uh, fondly when I was a child. And, you know, the music that really shaped me into ultimately the DJ that I would become. She helped kind of help to establish that musical palette for me, along with, you know, other notable artists in the 80s. But she was probably, in terms of women, top three easily. And so I knew I had to do something here. 
And in researching what I might say, I found out a lot about her. But I always knew that I would have to include someone else to share this moment with me because he has a much more profound connection to <laughs> Tina Turner than I do. So welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Q Ward. See, Naramza says the one and only Q Ward, like I'm somebody special. You are. So you guys just kind of, you know, <laughs> you can tune that part out. Um, reflection is important. Yeah. Because, uh, unfortunately, proximity kind of takes away novelty. Proximity, time spent, um, it makes you less special to people. Mm -hmm. you know, Tina Turner has been in music people's lives since the 50s. Yeah. And you kind of fade to the background. Forget she's got a dozen Grammys. Mm -hmm. You Forget that she's referred to as the queen of rock and roll. You forget that those powerhouse vocals mm -hmm. once ruled not just airwaves, but concert stages all over the world. Mm. Um, anybody who knows me personally from not just being a DJ, but just a songwriter and my love for music in general knows that that started roughly around 1983 when my grandmother gifted me off the wall by Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. taught me how to set a needle onto a piece of vinyl. It's over after that. Which had to ruin her life because... <laughs> The needle probably pushed its way through that record. Like I, I was addicted. <laughs> yeah. So my first musical love, first music that I ever heard that meant something to me was Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. But the first person, the first woman more specifically that I ever looked at with the, like the heart eye emoji. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Was Tina Turner. Man. Now, now real quick, I've heard this story, but I wanted Q to share this with you, but go ahead. You'll love it. Now. <laughs> This was the 80s. And you're how old? So I'm five, maybe. <laughs> and everything about her, her hair, most specifically her legs. I was gone. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> but Tina Turner was it. Bro. Yeah, man. And I look back now and I'm like, wow, not, you know, the five-year-old girls in kindergarten and not even, you know, what. Anybody that anybody may have considered, uh, any woman that the pop culture may have considered to be classically beautiful or pretty back then, I'm sure between the age of five and Tina Turner had to be 45, 50 at this time. Yeah. There had to be someone closer to my age that sure. you may have thought would have grabbed my attention more. But no, man, sure. I was <laughs> like, what's love got to do with it? Like she was talking to me. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? What is it? I'm don't, here. Don't break my heart. I'm this is this is for you. You know what I mean? Like all, yeah. all two dollars and seventy-five cents of my allowance, bro. Was all for her. The whole trip to the candy store. Listen, all of it. Whatever you need, I got it. You know what I mean? And it's kindergarten, so I only got a half day. So as soon as I'm done with this little school thing, if you're trying to my, my peanut butter jelly game is crazy at the time because I toast the bread and then you put the butter, then the peanut butter and yeah. then the jelly. And then it's levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
I'm loving this. Anime Bullock, bro. Yeah. She was it. You know what I mean? So it's it's cool that, you know, we smile at this story, but the first crush of my life was mm-hmm. Tina Turner, the first woman who wasn't named Estella, who meant something to me was Tina Turner. And, you know, thank the creator for art because she was an incredible artist, an incredible singer. But then you talk about <laughs> another woman who plucked my heartstrings. Angela Bassett portrayed Tina Turner in the film adaptation. What's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. So now Angela, mm. like it, it, she took so, me. It's something there. <laughs> Her portraying Tina. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> uh, y'all can't see me, but I'm stuttering. <laughs> I might be flush right now. Like, so that movie though. Yeah reintroduced her to some introduced her to others and and re and reintroduced her to pop culture in a way that the album started to sell again so 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 watch this for me when i was researching just the story of her life to figure out what if if anything i'm i might say about Mm -hmm. this moment um i don't like to talk about stuff unless i can do it justice i believe and so um, for this one, I learned that, you know, as you mentioned, she's introduced to some, reintroduced to others and you know, back to the forefront. When I was growing up, Tina Turner was it, right? So I'm, I'm a little kid, but my aunts, you know, my, my grandmother, let me say it like this. My grandmother had six girls, one boy, right? So my aunts were all late teens, early 20s, um, when I was born. And so Tina Turner, I'm born in the 80s, right? So these people love Tina Turner. They love Janet Jackson. You know what I'm saying? They love some Sade because that was when she was starting to hit, all that sort of stuff, right? Uh, But I just figured that that was the story. You know, the songs. And then when I was little, we lived... Um, across the street and sorry, sorry, our, our across the street, one house over neighbor was Dion Warwick. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, this is in California. I grew, I grew up in California. So there always was like this strong connection to these like mega stars. It just, it just didn't feel like super far away. And, you know, Tina was just another one of those people i'm like man you know this is this is crazy well like i said in researching this i realized that there that a lot of people refer to that as like the comeback story of the century because um and this part i didn't really know i i I mean growing up you kind of hear there's a little bit of story but her and ike turner her husband at that time um they were in a in a group together and then they started uh touring as like a a duo and um they had hits themselves and you you hear proud mary mary and you think you know they collaborated but no there's there's other hits and you know things that you just don't think about because i wasn't around during that time yeah i mean listen to ike and tina turner's version of you know fool in love yeah like the music that they made together as tumultuous and toxic and this is as the relationship uh, is purported to be 
music that they made together was incredible. Sure, sure. And you know, you were you were saying about the comeback story. I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but no, you know, you ahead. talk about the stuff that they made together. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took kind of a emancipation, if you will. Right, right. For her to kind of grow into the and Tina Turner, more that we incredible, know. yeah, mega artist that Q fell in love with. Right. See, and I, I'm like you. She was just that when she, in my life, when she landed. You know, that's just how, who she always was. Now that you bring that up, Ike and Tina Turner was introduced to me by the film. Exactly, exactly. And so Tina Turner was all I knew. And then after that, the pop culture sort of, and, and especially from the hip hop perspective, um, because, you know, for fans of hip hop, you know, lyrics are really easy. You can say anything about anything. If it rhymes, if it's a metaphor, if it's clever wordplay it'll find its way into a song and nothing's really off limits. This is part of the appeal. It's not like a country song where it's, you know, uh, like print out the lyrics to a country song and then print out the lyrics to a hip hop song. You see there's way more lyrics packed into a hip hop song, same length of time. So I say that to say that Tina Turner often became sort of a, like a punchline in pop culture and especially in hip hop culture. Um, and Ike Turner too. Uh, and then that, that association kind of grew in a negative way. And also, so looking also back because of that film. Sure, sure. And then looking back, when you say the things like you're saying, which is like, no, they made incredible music together. And indeed, her going through that, being emancipated, and then stepping out on her own, I believe, you know, a, a powerful black woman rising above the worst type of adversity and showing her full strength to the world. I believe there was something to that moment. There has to have been Um, because looking back on it, I feel, I remember feeling rather uh, the electricity around that name, Tina Turner. Janet Jackson was associated with Michael Jackson, you know, but Tina Turner was like, that's a powerhouse right there. Right. And so you line everything up, you look back on it and you're like, wow, this is black. You know, looking, reading her story, reading her bios and, and the, uh, the reports everyone is, is posting. I'm like, man, you know, we. So for those that don't know, Q and I, we do a radio show called Civic Cipher. And we often look back for inspiration to folks that have paved the way for us mm-hmm. as activists and as sort of like figureheads of a movement uh, that seeks to create a more equitable society for all of us. Um, And in particular, black people. And when you look back at stories like Tina Turner's, you realize how big the giants are whose shoulders we stand on. This this will help people remember that she's a giant. Mm, mm. People who easily forget just because time passes. And like I said, proximity, we've had her in our life for so long, you take her for granted. Mm. And people start to read her story. People will go back and watch the documentary that HBO did more recently than sure. What's Love Got to Do. People will go back and watch that movie again as well. Right. And it will really lend um, some context and some color into how magnificent and monumental she was as not just a singer, but a pop culture icon. Um, one of my favorite people in history, as I'm sure you guys could gather from the earlier part of this story 
Um, but she had to overcome a lot to become the the woman that that we kindergarten cute fellow. Yeah, with. yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's a sad day for me, man. I and I learned of this, you know, at my day job, mm. and had to like stop and sit down for a second. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I feel bad for the generation who doesn't know her. The twenty year olds now they don't know Tina Turner. I'm sure. Yeah. She doesn't exist in their space anymore. She's not on AC radio. She's not, there's no music videos. You know, the channels that played music videos constantly when we were little don't exist anymore. Yeah. Not in that way. Those those networks still exist, but they're not. If she's music Yeah, if she's anymore. not in your algorithm, there's no yeah, way for you to you discover have her. No idea. Yeah. So unfortunately, some of them will learn of her this way, but fortunately, maybe she'll gain some fans. People mm -hmm. will wonder who is this woman everybody's posting about learn about a music giant yeah. today and she deserves every bit of it yeah let me read a little bit of this um uh, again from binnews.com you're, you're welcome to check it out yourself uh just a bit from the article in the 1980s turner forged a legendary solo career paving her own path and rocked with the 1984 album private dancer which included the multi-platinum song what's love got to do with it that went on to win the grammy award record of the year at age 44 turner made history as the oldest female solo artist to top the billboard top 100 chart with what's love got to do with it a biopic by the same name adapted from her memoir i tina my life story was released in 1993. the 12-time grammy award-winning singer was ranked among rolling stone's 100 greatest singers of all time and is a two-time inductee to the rock and roll hall of fame a sum uh, in 2005, Turner won a Kennedy Center Honors and Woman of the Year Award. Four years later, in 2009, Turner officially retired after completing her 50th anniversary tour. The singer obtained Swiss nationality and lived there for many years with her husband, Erwin Bach. So with that in mind, we wanted to say thank you, Tina, for the music mm -hmm. and for the strength that you've displayed um, we're very proud of you, Tina, and rest in peace. Amen. Um, if there's anything that we've overlooked, uh, anything you'd like to contribute, as always, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. You can reach out to me at Ramses Jow. Uh, I am Q Ward. I A M Q W A R D. Uh, and that's on all social media. And of course, check out our show, Civic Cipher, at Civic Cipher, C I V I C C I P H E R, on all platforms. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And until we do, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. 
That's BetterHELP.com. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.